You're listening to Robert's Dopey Theme Park Comedy Podcast. Robertland. You're listening to Robertland. You're listening to Robertland. Make sure you're tall enough to come on the ride. You're listening to the Fuck Yeah Nation Network. This episode of the Robert Land Podcast has been brought to you by the new service, Dabs, where a man named Dabs pesters you to do dabs of marijuana with him. Have you ever done a dab? Of course. Let's just do some dabs. Yes. I gotta do a dab. Uh, duly noted. <laughs> do you want to do like indica or sativa or maybe a hybrid? I don't care. Let's just do some dabs. Dabs. <laughs> Hi, welcome to Robert Land. That's right, your favorite not safe for work comedy theme park podcast. And I'm your host, Robert Thompson, comedian, musician, theme park phrenologist. I love new. What is up, everybody? How are you guys doing? Um, it is beautiful to be here. I lost my headphones there. That's how excited I was for the program today because this one's a special episode, guys. I mean, I know every episode is special and I keep saying that, but we have a treat for you because we're talking about something I'm really fascinated in uh, and something I'm going to learn about today. But uh, we are all, you know, Roscoe Soul Train is on the show today, of course, and we got Ryan D in his building on the program we're going to get into it. We're going to talk about Snoopy's Home Ice Arena uh, in Santa Rosa, California. It's kind of a staple there, and, and, and much like a theme park. It's going to be a hoot. Charles Schultz, uh, the Peanuts creator, actually, uh, his family, I think, helped, oh, uh, you know, they had a lot to do with the place. It's fucking Snoopy's place, dude. So <laughs> you'll know what's up. I'm excited. We're going to get into the whole thing, the whole shebang. I mean, sometimes I, I kind of kick myself because there's always big theme park news after we like record these and i want to let you know like you know i hear every time like disney's gonna reopen disneyland's gonna reopen uh, legoland you know someone lost their cock sometimes i forget where you know i, I sometimes I, the show comes out and then something major happens at theme park news sometimes we record these like this is 2013 right now so you know I sometimes they're a little earlier, you know, like, uh, you know, COVID what, you know, I know about COVID SARS number one. I haven't heard about the second one yet. I'll find out someday. So what about Duck Dynasty and Torkin, man? How's 2013 for you, Roscoe? <laughs> just kidding. We are not in 2013. You know what I'm saying? Either way, I just want to let you guys know that sometimes we record the show and then this major shit happens. So don't give me shit, dude. I'll include it when it gets there. Okay. So we'll talk about it. So you dad no <laughs> i love my dad and i love you guys i'm excited this is robert land here in it we're in it to win it and uh wear rubber uh before we get to uh the program today we're gonna go to my favorite segment your favorite segment your classic theme park minute with zach hillman enjoy this is theme park minute with zach hillman ridden enough roller coasters for a lifetime me neither but if you're in the mood to try something different head over to drive a tank in minnesota in case you couldn't tell from the name, they let you drive a motherfucking tank and show your dad who the big man is now. Sadly, they can't recreate the existential crises and near-constant torment that accompany true armed combat. But park planners are hard at work making that dream a reality. Alright, what's up everybody? Man, Roscoe motherfucking Soul Train, Ryan motherfucking D, D Piazza in the building. Yeah. Man. D Martini, I kinda like that. That's right, D dude. Martini. Like like uh like the, the drummer mm. or the guitarist from Rat. 
Oh, is that his last name? Warren Demartini. Oh, yeah. Demartini is a cool name. Yeah, Ryan Demartini. It sounds cool. Yeah, like that's it. a fake name, it's right? It's better than Ryan DeSantis, which I have you in my phone under. Oh well. Uh. <laughs> that's all right. I'll I'll take it. Well, you know, that's the reason I started just going by Ryan D was because yeah. so many people just butcher my last yeah. name. Digga, digga. Yeah, which was you know whatever. It's it is what it is. It's not a common name, so it's mm-hmm. like. Yeah, well, it is it is a Ryan Dererist name, you know, <laughs> Mr. Ryan Demaris. But guys, this is cool. You know, I forgot to mention the the head of the show, but um, in the dickhead of the show, <laughs> no, that uh, there was a uh, uh, there's a, a little program called the Mighty Ducks Game Changers. As you know, we did three episodes yes. on the films. Should we just do the spoiler let's on that? Let's fucking get into it, man. So, Crack it open. Yeah, let's do it. Yeah, so, uh, yeah. We, Mighty- all, we all watched it, right? I, I watched yeah. the first episode. I watched the first episode. Yeah. I didn't see anything else. Yeah, I haven't watched the other one yet. Yeah, that's the first one, too. So what you, would you think, Roscoe? Oh, whatever. <laughs> yeah. Know? I yeah. thought it was cool that, like, uh, that um, Emilio was eating cake. That was yeah. fucking funny. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, that's fun. And I don't know. I mean, we'll see what happens with the show. I, I have a feeling it's going to be a nice homogenized version of... The Mighty Ducks, they're really gonna fucking, you know, cut the. I mean, not that it was like a, a movie that had like some a big set of nuts anyway, but it's definitely gonna. Yes, I do love all the subversive. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's, there's a few, you know, like Apocalypse Now, Mighty Ducks. Yeah. Uh, there's, there you, you know, <laughs> yeah. I don't want to see them, uh, you know, trim all of the headiness of the Mighty Ducks, but I get you. I get what you're saying. Yeah. And I was worried about that, but I actually really. I really enjoyed the first episode, and I was worried that it would be like a little too like dramatized, you know. Uh Because, but it actually, uh, you know, it was had the original writer, and I was I was stoked about that because it had some of the same kind of like hap like silly, goofy '90s stuff in there. Like, but the pacing is much more like today, Mm -hmm. you know. But like, it still had like I love the new Goldberg. That, there's a, oh yeah, that's the, a gamer. Yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I thought he's really, really fat. He's yeah, like yeah. Way fat I did notice his uh, he's a hefty boy, which is yeah. good for him, and it's cool that they have him on the show, and he's funny so far. <laughs> Inclusion. <laughs> yeah, um, but I yeah, <laughs> I don't know because I don't think they put a fat suit on a kid. I mean, fat suit on a kid. No. I mean, that's pretty fucked up. And we're in America. There's plenty of fat kids. So oh, yeah. uh, you're looking at you're looking at one right now. Yeah. <laughs> but two, uh, I, no, I mean, hey guys, I've had a lot of Dorena Snitchel, and it uh, it packs it on, dude. But uh, no, I, I I enjoyed it. I thought that the Emilio was pretty. That was pretty great. That he's like this bitter. Yeah. You know. Doesn't like hockey. Yeah. It, it's cool that it's a great plot that like they're going against this Mighty Ducks that's this like established. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because it, it would have to be that, and that's what I love about it. Because. A lot of times, people forget like what was great about certain things. Like when you think about Saturday Night Live when it started, it was like this subversive comedy show that was like badass. And then like they kind of become the man. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And so Mighty Ducks is great because like in this they kind of recognize that because the Mighty Ducks in that universe would be a huge like they'd be a sensation if they were yeah. that good for that long. People would yeah. want to they would that, they would want to go to that hockey program. The, so. Yeah, and they'd expect yeah. a certain sense. thing. So I, I love that it's like this new team that's like going against them. Kind of like Cobra Kai, you know. Right. Uh, yeah, but I enjoyed it. I thought it was. I thought it was cool. We'll see how it goes. Yeah, it is. It is the same kind of formula, right? Like Cobra, Cobra Kai had become. Well, he brings back Cobra Kai, and then you realize, like, like just like we were saying when we were comparing what D two and D three mm-hmm. to 
to uh, flipping flipping the other side of, of, of things, then you look. They're pretty much the villains in you know certain right. scenarios, you know. So um, yeah, so it does kind of make sense that the you know Bombay he set up this sort of legacy, and so now this is this huge you know successful team, and it's like a, you know team of only winners, right? So, right. Yeah, I guess. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, 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 it was definitely a, di- a different point of view than what I would have taken. You know, I, I, I was kind of surprised in that kind of plot point. You know, I'm gonna watch the whole fucking thing. I don't give a shit, even if it's well, me too. Balls. I mean, it, it, let's and let's not forget these are kids' movies and kids, right. kids' TV shows. So like, yeah. any, anyone bitching about it, it's like grow the fuck up. Yeah, dude. like yeah, these, I, they're not for you. They're no. for the next generation of people, right. of kids who. You know, who were your age that when when you fell in love with, with Mighty Ducks and, mm-hmm. and D one or D two and all that, you know, it's like people forget that, you know? Mm-hmm. And I that and I that's what bugs the shit out of me about a lot a lot of these like people are bitching about the Space Jam uh, sequel or whatever, and it's oh, like I don't who, it's a kids movie, man. Yeah. Like, it does not hold it does not uphold the uh, artistry of Space Jam, the <laughs> cinematic achievement of Space Jam. Yeah, yeah, it's like what the fuck? That's what it's for, dude. It's like supposed to be the silly you're right, they kinda take the fun out of it you know like like fantastic four is getting so many different uh re- like gritty reboots and i'm like Why? it's the goofy fantastic four yeah. do we really need yeah. to have a gritty fantastic four like mm-hmm. it just there's a reason why it works that sure. way it's silly fun. it would be like if they did some kind of like wild realistic interpretation of like a howard the duck or plastic man in dc well, I mean, or like, like brady they, they sort of have they, but it wasn't it still the character was still wacky and yeah, dumb, yeah. you know. It's a dumb character. It's a Guardians dumb character in Guardians and, and in yeah. space. Yeah, I, I don't think they'll give him a movie, but but yeah. it's just a fun nod. Howard the Duck's actually on my mouse pad here. Oh, great! Yeah, I love Look, dude Howard the Duck. Look, yeah, there he is. Hold on, I'll show the camera. A little baby. Uh, where is he at? There he is. There he is. Howard. Howard the Duke. They, yeah. they filmed that movie. Some of that movie in my hometown. Oh really? Mm-hmm. In in Santa great Rosa. Film. So should we just I, get Petaluma? Yeah. Oh, Pet- oh Petaluma. that's a great segue. Great wow, segue. Dude. Santa Rosa, Sonoma County. Yeah. Yeah. So Ross kind of he's the uh, the in-house expert on uh, Snoopy's I- home ice arena. All right. Well, before we get into it though, <laughs> the reason why I wanted to do this episode is specifically because it they kind of have the 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 whole like Snoopy Redwood Empire ice arena or the whole like Snoopy home ice complex. They kind of have it set up. As a theme park, and like not, there's not rides and shit, but yeah. there's a museum, there's a big gift shop that used to have the museum aspect on the top, and then there's the ice arena that's themed on the inside as a Swiss chalet. So there's like fucking facades of uh, of like a village, and there's trees. It's fucking cool, and so I figured because this is a theme park podcast, yeah. Firstly. Why not do this episode, especially because, like, you know, we're talking about the Mighty Ducks. We've been talking about the Mighty oh, Ducks. Shoot. Oh, you fucked up, bro. <laughs> Did I fuck everything? <laughs> no, you're okay. Fine. But, like, it's it makes sense. And this place was so fucking... Uh, growing up at this arena, like, it it was the shit. And Charles Schultz had a fucking huge impact on not only, like, the hockey community in Santa Rosa. He basically, in a lot of respects, created it. And also, like, the figure skating community. And there was all kinds of fun shit. Like, he used to do these ice shows in the 80s and 90s where he'd have all these, like, ice pros come through and all these Olympians and stuff and do these fucking rad ice shows. Like, he did this all because that's what he wanted, you know? It wasn't... He wasn't making any money. I don't think this place makes any money at all. Yeah. But even weird stuff, like, I was talking to my dad's best friend who used to play ice hockey with Charles Schultz, and he said that 
the reason why you were seeing for all those years you would see uh, Snoopy in, in MetLife commercials. Do you remember that? Yeah. yeah. So the reason why they the, he signed off on the rights to that was specifically to get um, to get insurance for the arena. Oh wow! So wow. that's why he. I mean, the money was good too, but yeah, yeah. He, I guess it insured the arena for a lifetime. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I always wondered. Uh, I had MetLife for a little while. Yep, that's where the Snoopy so, connection yeah, came I from. Snoopy. I thought that was like a Met fan dating app, you know? Like, hey, you like the Mets too? Hey, Bill Buckner, man, what a, what a motherfucker. You, you should create that shit. No, MetLife? MetLife Met 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 is the Metallica fan club, dude. Oh, is that? But it is called Met Club, actually. Is it? Yeah. Fucking funny. Yeah. But yeah, so this arena, it opened up in 1969. And uh, the reason, so I guess like, Charles or Sparky, everybody called him Sparky. So I guess Sparky, he wanted like, he wanted to skate. He, he's from Minnesota. So he built this fucking thing in 69. And uh, yeah, dude, he did fucking like, there was this crazy ass senior tournament that he would have every year where there'd be all these fucking teams from like, the, they'd have like 40 and up, 50 and up, 60 and up and 70 and up. And some of these fucking games, like they would have, it was fucking huge. I guess like there'd be like 60 countries that would be involved in this fucking thing. Really? Dude, it was fun. Would man. there be like a breakdown during the games? There's like... They yeah, showed like, up. Yeah. 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 Little and then he's dancing. Yeah. yeah. And, and if a player smells, they call him Pigpen. Yeah, that's the only time Pigpen <laughs> would show up is when they would dance, right? Yeah. <laughs> you guys ever smelt like... Did you guys ever play hockey growing up? Uh, street hockey. Not street hockey, but uh, let me tell you, if we're talking about what the pads and, and, and gloves smelled like, uh, I played... I, okay, so I, I played baseball. I played... Uh, and we and uh, you know just just you know friends would play street hockey but uh, never really you know in a league and then and, but my but my man I know what what like football pads oh smell like God. and shit yeah I mean it's like yeah it's bad I, I it's disgusting yeah I didn't play uh, hockey but I did well I did play street hockey and we had a friend that was uh, a he played hockey right and he smelled a lot too mm-hmm. but he would uh, he was an athlete right he became a, a military man later on he was a pretty athletic dude. He would literally uh, try out checking on me and my brother Fuckers. when we were like nine or ten years old. He would slam us against the wall. And be like, that's how it goes, dude. That's how it goes. I don't know if he actually played hockey. I think he just wanted to slam us against the wall. Probably. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's how it goes, dude. Yeah. 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 yeah he it's enjoyed it. Yeah, that, that's like that. my you know my older brother was my biggest bully growing up. Fucker. So I mean, yeah, he was. Uh, yeah, that was that was his thing. You know, he loved to just tackle me. Yeah, but this guy, like, well, are you gonna fucking toughen up for the game? <laughs> Yeah, God. what game? Yeah, he's like, come on, bro, you need to be strong, you need to be strong. Don't drop the soap. Don't drop the soap. Oh, my God, man. He would do that. No. (laughs) (laughs) Guys, this episode, I might have to have some revelations to get out. No. But anyway, so I I was talking about rape. Uh, Charles Schultz. Oh, yeah. Oh, no, you're fine. Yeah. But no, he just, like, dude, this guy, like, did so much. Like, do you guys know anything about Charles Schultz at all? Uh, No, not really. So he was a fucking weird character. Um, That's cool. Uh, yeah, I'm, <laughs> I, I was just about to be like, well, uh, you know, I was gonna watch that that uh, Ren and Stimpy documentary, but uh, you know, I'm, oh I'm, I'm really, God. I'm really scared of how devastated I'll be. Oh, oh, dude, it fucking what's that guy's name? Oh, uh, John K. John K. John K. Yeah. yeah, he's a character from what I well, know. He, I, well, he's a uh, fucking. Yeah. Is he fucking, a? Yeah, he's a pederast. Oh yeah. Big <laughs> oh wait. Like, oh what? Oh yeah. dude, like he. He would do shit like real, like blatant. Like he would bring around like his like sixteen year old girlfriend yeah. to the studio. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. And oh, he would fly man. him out from like Minnesota and shit. And like, God, every day there's just something like, what else is going to happen? Yeah. Man? He was a real motherfucker, apparently. But anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Charles Schultz was not that bad. I okay. mean, when you're comparing him to John Kay, but I get, I mean, you think about it, like, none of these people are saints, like any of these fucking people. Well, yeah. I mean, it takes, I don't know, man. It's so, it's, it, it's it's so hard to like really grasp the idea that like a lot of our idols are, are just real pieces of shit. Sure. Sometimes you know <laughs> it's like I mean most of the time let's say, let's I mean let's be real some of the best artists and yeah they're all fucked. they were all fucked up yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean artists or, or any sort of groundbreaking author or anything mm-hmm. like that sure. I mean they were all drunks you know yeah, heroin yeah. addicts or something mm-hmm. like that yeah weird motherfuckers yeah just uh but the thing is the drunks and the heroin addicts are the ones who were the least fucking fucked up right, right. yeah they <laughs> like, just had that, they had that. yeah leave yeah. it for the British people to be transphobic or whatever uh what's her name JK Rowling oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah what was that all about uh, she just like is always getting into biology stuff like I don't know. It's kind of cool. Like she has the whole empire of Harry Potter, but she wants to get into biology. Is she arguments. like a fucking Jordan Peterson? Yeah, fucking. Yeah, yeah. I don't well, know. She's no. What did she said that like that like Dumbledore was gay or something like that? Uh-huh. And, and, and it's like, we do we really need to know? I mean, I, I don't know. But she gets in all these Twitter beefs of like over people, like because like there'll be all these fan theories, and then she'll she'll like clarify, which I think is fun, I guess. And that's her. I mean, it's her shit. Who's gonna argue with? What she wrote and created. Right? Why would you even waste your time on Twitter if you were fucking J.K. Rowling's? Right. Yeah, yeah I don't know. Doesn't make any yeah. sense at all. That's the fucking. I mean, fucking around on Twitter is like beating your head against a fucking wall. Yeah, I know. It's uh, it's ridiculous. It's I always thought that Donnell Rowling's wrote uh, <laughs> J.K. Rowling's. That's <laughs> <laughs> uh, fucking con- funny. Con- yeah, he is. Continue about uh, what's his name? Schultz. I, oh yeah. I'm gonna fix that mic for you. So oh, this, just keep going. No, just keep going. So Andrew Schultz started oh, the peanuts. Yeah. He did. <laughs> Beyonce yeah. knows you, motherfucker. Yeah. And no, then his buddy was the guy. He was the influence. <laughs> or he like that's where Snoopy came from. Oh really? His buddy. Yeah. Yeah, because he's like an adventure man. Did you notice Andrew Schultz? Looks like uh, Al Pacino and uh, Dick Tracy. <laughs> he kind of does. Yeah, he does. Yeah, dude, it's cool, man. You're so, so so Charles Schultz is a character. Well, yeah, he's a fucking weirdo, and like apparently, <laughs> whenever there'd be like a, like Time Magazine or fucking some like reporter would come through, they would have to like because basically all the guy did he had five kids, but basically all the guy did was play hockey and make cartoons. And he would not come out of his fucking office. Like, he just isolated himself from everybody. So they would have to, like, make, like, situations. Like, oh, here he is with, um, (laughs) here he is with his family taking them to school. And all of it was bullshit. Really? Like, he was just literally in his fucking... He was just a recluse? Yeah, he was. He had a dope office. They, in the gift shop of this, of the, at the arena, there was, when you... Dude, this fucking gift shop was so cool. So that you walk in the gift shop, and there's all these, like, cute, obviously, like, Snoopy shit. To the left is, like, their hockey shop. And then there's this this wall that's all carpeted that is, like, a it goes up this massive staircase. Not even a staircase. It's, like, a giant ramp that follows the inside of the building. And the whole thing is this wild fucking carpeted wall of, like, a, a Snoopy scene. It's fucking cool. That's really cool. That's cool. When you went up to the top of it, there was like a Snoopy museum that they would change out from time to time. It was like, sometimes it'd be Snoopy stuff, sometimes it would be like hockey shit. A lot of times it was like senior tournament stuff because that's what, you know, fucking Sparky was into. Right. And then in the back was his office. And, you know, he was alive until the year 2000. So as a kid, you'd go up there and you could see, you know, there's windows all throughout his office. So you could see inside of it. I guess they did a reproduction of the office, which 
is so strange to me because it's like his real fucking office is right there in the gift shop, but they made a recreation of his office across the street at the museum. Yeah. It's weird. Huh. That's crazy. And so did so was was Chucky Schultz in the building a lot? Like was all, he there all the, all the fucking time? time? I met him twice. So you're saying in all those like PR like he was a family man. He was a hockey man. That was he was a hockey the, guy. Yeah, yeah. He yeah. was a hockey guy, and he hung out. There was this guy, dude. And they would do these fucking these ice shows, and there was always this one fucking guy. I I don't know his real name, but his nickname was Mister Debonair. And he wasn't the best figure skater in the world, but I used to go to all the ice shows. I actually love figure skating because of fucking this place. But he sounds like a pro wrestler slash, you know, Mr. like Debonair? Mr. Debonair, you know, like Million Dollar Man on skates Dude, or something. Like. Was, this guy was the biggest fucking cheese dick of all time. Like he always had this like <laughs> shit-eating grin, and like because he was, I mean, he was older. He was like fucking Sparky's buddy. Yeah. So like. He was an older guy, but they'd always be like a big deal. Like, and now here we have Mr. Debonair, and he would come out and just fucking. It was always like a lot of arms and smiles, and not really like a lot of fucking sick moves, you know. But like he learned these these from the Czar of Prussia. Uh, yeah, dude. Because he's old, you know. Prussia. <laughs> never mind. That's for our history buffs out there. Right. Anyways, continue. Oh yeah, so like he like, yeah, he basically just spent his time at the fucking rink, and so when I met him as a kid. I remember the first time I met him, my mom like walked up and she's like, oh, he was just standing there alone, just like watching people. Yeah. And apparently, like, that's what he loved to do was just like go to the rink and like just people watch people watch. Yeah. Yeah. And so I went up to like me and my mom went up to him and she was like, Ross, this is um, this is Charles Schultz. He's the guy that created the Peanuts gang. You should shake his hand. And I look at my mom and I was like, I don't know. who I, I fucking remember this. I was probably like four. And I was like, I don't know who this fucking guy is. Like, I don't want to shake his hand. Like, yeah. And I remember him fucking thinking that was pretty goddamn funny. I could see really? him thinking that's funny. Yeah, yeah. 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 He's all good grief. Well, because he was a super depressed guy. <laughs> yeah. Good grief. And when you look back and you read some of the old Peanuts fucking strips. Yeah, they're sad. They're fucking sad. They're very like introspective and like, uh, yeah. uh, yeah. Dude, they're sad. Yeah. You know, and I like. I wish Morrissey did a like song, oh my you know. God. Good grief, I'm alone again. Lucy had me kick the ball, and then I kicked myself in the balls. He never got. And, and fucking, what's funny about about like Charlie Brown is that he always got the fucking ball taken away from him from Lucy. He never kicked the ball once. Didn't he? It wasn't there an episode where he even. I remember seeing something where he he even had it set up on a tee. He was finally gonna be able to kick the ball, and he missed. Yeah, he was that like the missed. last episode or something? Doesn't he kick the ball in the last one? Maybe no, no, he never kicks it. He misses. He never, yeah, he ends up just missing the ball completely and flipping over it. Because that's pretty cool. Yeah. <laughs> that's like sta- that's like staying to the source, you know? Yeah. Like yeah, yeah, like he had it to himself. He didn't even have Lucy holding the ball, and he still didn't kick it. There's some really. It's funny, like. When you go back and like revisit some of those, because I had this big Peanuts book um, growing up, and like some of those ones were like they were fucking sad. Yeah. You know, like there'd be like ones where like I remember one where Charlie Brown was like laying in bed, and it was something to do with like why me, you yeah. know, like why why is this happening to me or something like very fucking yeah. He's a very sad boy, but I think that from what I've like gathered over the years, like a lot of that was. Apparently, he was a very liked individual, but yeah. he always felt like no one liked him, and he was a fucking loser and all this shit. Right. But, dude, to this day, Charles Schultz is still one of the fucking most profitable 
celebrities of all time. Right. I, I think he's. It's like it goes like Michael Jackson, um, Elvis, and fucking Charles Schultz. No way. Wow. I'm not kidding. Well, you think about all the, all you know, Knott's Berry Farm, all yeah. those, uh, uh, you know, other parks that have had Snoopy. Yeah. Uh, pro, uh, Dude, uh, in Peanuts overseas, like in Japan, apparently fucking Snoopy is bigger than Mickey Mouse. I bet. I could see that. Yeah. Yeah. That's crazy, man. Yeah. The, the, he he has had a, a big impact on uh, the culture and stuff. It's crazy that you could see him at this ice arena in oh, yeah. Santa Rosa. Uh, did, has it changed over the years a lot? or? The only thing that's changed over there, they kept the interior all the same because it still looks dope. They kept it up really well. The only thing that's changed is they put that the museum across. Like, There's a little like side street. And they put the museum over there. I have not been to the museum, but apparently the fucking museum is super cool. It's like pretty interactive and fun. Um, but that's the only thing that's really changed. That they still have like the the carpet wall and everything. So that's in Santa Rosa. Yeah. Um, you and I uh, talked before, uh, but I used to go to Santa Rosa like at least fuck t- two times a year. Mm-hmm. I would go. Um, you know, obviously pre-pandemic. Well, um, whereabouts though? Like, where, where would, because it's, as you said, it's still there. Is it it's still, still there. It's yeah. still there. It's kind of weirdly tucked away, but it's, so you know, when you're going through Santa Rosa on 101 and there's the, um, that Cottingtown Mall sign yeah. that spins, it's like super 60s. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So if you get off there and you hang a left and you kind of pass the Cottingtown Mall, it's tucked away to your right. And they put all these redwood trees. So you can't, it doesn't really poke out from the street at all. Yeah. It's kind of tucked away. It's cool. It's once you see it, you can't miss it, but it is kind of tucked away. You know, it's Santa Rosa is such a weird place. Cause it's like, it, it, it's, I think it's like, it's, it's so it's a smaller city, but yeah. it's, but it has, but it, it still has like big city vibes sort of. It does. And, uh, it, and I mean that in a sense where there's, there's like, there's a lot of homeless people, oh, yeah. and there's and there's po- oh, yeah. and there's pockets of like really dangerous areas. There is, yeah, you know, which was kind of funny to me because I sit at that Motel Six over mm-hmm. there on what I think it's on on Santa Rosa or something like that, mm-hmm. where the fucking uh, there's there's like a there's a diner right next door. Big, oh yeah, there's diner. a it's the Santa Rosa no, diner on Santa dude, Rosa Boulevard. It, it, it's uh it used to be at Dell's. Now it's called something else. Yeah, it's on the corner there. That real old school one with yeah, the fucking but it's, rock but it's walls in and the, shit. Yeah, it, well, no, it's yeah, it's like old school one, but it, it's uh it's literally in the parking lot of another hotel. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Adele's. It used to be a Sambo's back in the day. Ooh. Yeah, <laughs> straight up, dude. It's good that they changed the name uh, in time. Uh, you know, there's, there's, they finally changed the name of the last one in Santa Barbara. Oh, so there is no, there's no, no more, more Sambos. No more Sambos. It's gone. We found the book. Uh, I found. Oh yeah, I found uh, the little black Sambo yes. book in yes. my in my grandma's uh, garage. Mm-hmm. That was my was mo- he, that was my mom's. He was yeah. like a little golden book character, right? Or what was? Uh, kind yeah, of. Yeah, kind of. He was like, like in the three golden book. books. Oh, okay. He was like in a silver bronze. He was in the bronze, For, yeah, the Stone Age yes. silver yeah. books. There's like a weird. The, I think. Oh, I guess it, at one point, Sambo was an Indian boy, and then they made him a black character, and then when whoever they wanted to pick on at the moment, they yeah. I don't even know that. Then he was a Pollock. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. How no many Sambos does it take to? <laughs> I'm Polish. I get those jokes all the time. Dude, dude, it was so... And no one sticks up for us, bro. I mean, we make kielbasas. (laughs) Um, That's all I know from uh, my Polish side. There's kielbasas there. No one makes fun of the Polacks anymore. 
Uh, well, because it's a fucking. I, I didn't, over, I, over I didn't Chica- go to Chicago and you'll get made fun of, you know. <laughs> I, I mean, in we, 1995. I know. <laughs> yeah. Well, that I, was a thing. I explained that I think on a podcast. Was it on here when I was talking about how, like I had to like do research on Polak jokes? I was like wondering why that was a thing. No, it, but yeah. we talked about it. Yeah, you were saying. Uh, yeah, apparently it's because it's because Poland just like allowed Germany to like infiltrate. Like they already like they knew they were coming, and when Nazi Germany was like, "We're gonna take over," and they went, "Okay." So they let, wow. they, let they let them come inside. <laughs> oh, yeah. The, or uh, or yeah. it was like they didn't they knew they were gonna do it, and they were like, "Hey, you can either let us in, or we're just gonna come." And then like the Polish were just like, "Whatever, dude." Hmm. Like and they they didn't even like they had no army, and they just basically just allowed it. to So happen. that's why the Polacks were getting yeah. shit on. So that's so yeah. So after World War Two. All they, the way they, to the fucking nineties. So when they yeah, so when they started fleeing the country and going and coming to the states, that's where those jokes mm. came from because they'd be like, "You fucking idiots! No wonder you know that's why you have to come to America because you let them you let this happen." Yeah, Polak. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think it's all yeah, it, it is hilarious. <laughs> it's all like here, it's all hearsay stuff too. Because like we weren't, I mean, like Fra- French, they'd give a lot of shit to like they're like, "Oh, those frogs that gave up," but like they actually put on a big like fight. They were like still in it till the till the end, but it's just. You know, it's yeah. it, they didn't have uh, all of the the news like Infowars that we have today. Oh my God. <laughs> no, but anyway, so uh, yeah, man, it's crazy though to think that Charles Schultz had a, the arena. It's still there. Yeah, I mean that's cool, man. It ain't going nowhere, dude. It's it's weird. I cannot believe they've they've been able to sustain for this long. Because when you go to like the free skates and shit, there's not really that many people there. But I will say, right before the pandemic. There was this team that actually I'm wearing the shirt right now, the Santa Rosa Growlers. Yeah, they got this like I, I, even, I, I like that because of all the beer. Uh, yeah, yeah, and they have like, they even have like a little fucking growler in here. That's uh, cool. Um, so they got this team. I don't know what league it is, but dude, the fucking level of play with these guys is fucking awesome. And they were selling out every game, so there'd be like 700 people. They got a beer sponsor. By this company, I can't remember the name of the fucking company, but they have like their own beer, like Big Chirp, it's called. And so people are getting fucked up in nice. this fucking arena. Fuck yeah. Yeah, man, it's it was so fucking fun. They sold out every single game. And these dude, it was so cool because you'd go to these you go to a game and there'd be like a bunch of kids there treating all these fucking players like rock stars. So when the players have to come out onto the ice, they have to walk basically in through the crowd on the side of the fucking rink. It was fucking awesome. And yeah. you could tell, dude, these fucking guys were eating it up. They were, yeah. And they were sick. They didn't lose a fucking entire game the whole season. And it was crazy because, like, it wasn't, like, just teams around Northern California. Like, they were going to, like, Arizona and fucking Nevada and I think even Oregon. So they were, like, going to, like, nearby states and traveling around. I, I couldn't believe they were able to get it together. But I fucking hope when this pandemic's over, I hope they bring back that fucking team because it was so fun. That's so cool. Fun. Yeah, um, I'd imagine it being a lot more fun at those at those kinds of games because it's like a little more no, no holes bar too. Oh yeah. So like, I is there a lot more fighting? Like, there wasn't those, a lot in more those, like subdivisions. Not, not really. There wasn't the. I mean, there was some fighting, but the level of play with the Growlers, they were so much better than any other team. Yeah. So they were just fucking shit up the entire time. Right. So any game that you went to, they just fucking crushed. That's cool. It was awesome. So did you wait? Did you ever get to skate there? Or oh yeah, I played I played ice hockey there for six years. Oh yeah, so oh, I grew, oh, oh, I okay. fucking grew, you grew up, up at this arena. at that rink. Yeah, okay. I used to play I used to play house hockey, so I never was any I wasn't any good, um, but 
I loved I loved fucking playing. I could I could skate. I was okay. My yeah. dad was my coach. What was your uh, what was your position? Uh, defense, and then I played center towards the end. Right on. Which center's a lot more fun, but yeah, yeah. I probably was a I, I sucked at either position. It didn't really matter. <laughs> yeah. So, but yeah, I played I played house hockey, which was so the way they had the league set up was you had like the house program, and then you went on to travel team if you could either afford it or if you if you were good enough. So we were kind of like the, the little feeder. Oh, so was team. it like? Would you guys uh, were you themed after the program house on Fox? Yeah, we were. The, yeah, the, the Hugh Laurie. Yes, you guys wear Hugh Laurie jerseys. We were all and in heroin. They just play house music. Yeah, totally. During, yeah, it was a whole. It was like an all encompassing house, house theme. Yeah. And they, yeah. they had, we uh, came out of a house. At, we actually literally did. Our locker room was inside of the fucking house. Oh, really? Yeah, because of the facades. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Did they have a Tim Dale, uh, Tim Allen uh, voice yeah. clip? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Fucking Wilson was like poking his head out. It was great watching us. Dude, yeah. Wilson was definitely up to some stuff back there, dude. Behind the he had fence. a lab. Oh yeah, totally yeah. had a lab. Yeah. 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 Did he ever? He never needed to borrow any tools or anything either. Like, it, like it's like Tim always needed to needed shit from Al. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I, dude. I I want to see Wilson begins like the you know like out like Batman begins, but Wilson begins. I mean Wilson. Yeah. Like what made him? You it's know, Breaking Bad, dude. Yeah, yeah, dude. It's yeah. Dude, <laughs> Jesse Pinkman. Dude, he just so changed his name. Wilson's definitely fucking Walter White. He's just he just faked his death. Yeah, and he's just living behind. Yeah, he's a very yep. wise guy. He's had a lot of life experience and stuff to offer. Yeah, yeah but, dude. Yeah, totally. I'm sure you could fucking concoct some kind of weird fan theory and throw it up there. Yeah. Well, dude, I can't wait for a hundred years when everything's just melded together. Yeah. Like you know what I mean? It's all just going to be like, hey, remember Rambo on Disney? Like it's going to be all yeah. one, one big thing. Yeah, long term. Yeah, yeah. There was a, the Disney versus Amazon movie, bro. I hate those fucking fan theories that everybody puts. They put up the whole time. Uh, like, like, like what? Uh, Adolf all, Hitler was so Charlie Chaplin. There's all these like fan theories about like like Pixar fan theories. Where like the interconnected woven universe of the whole thing and well, that's kind of true, isn't it? Though, not the way these fucking people will fucking fill in all these weird ass gaps. Yeah. It, it just, I don't know. It's like people that well, have, I saw. Like, I saw one that made the most sense to me. Uh, that Sid is dead. Sid from uh, from Toy Story. Oh, kind of like a stir of echo. Or what was that? Movie? No, because he's in. No, because uh, not that. No, 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 not that he was like always dead. It's just he's he's now dead in this timeline that that we have, right. So in Toy Story, he's the kid mm-hmm. blowing up the toys and has all the mutant toys, right? Then in Toy Story three, three, he's yeah. the garbage man. Yeah. And but then you see him as a skeleton walk, or you see him walking into the uh, the the land of the dead in Coco. Oh yeah, it looks like him. It, he's yeah, wearing it the T-shirt. Yeah. So I guess they, maybe they did kill off. So they killed, uh, off, so they killed off Sid, a, yeah. Yeah, that's crazy. That was a confirmed Pixar. Yeah, yeah for sure. Theory. They're all confirmed. Boop. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, huh. you see him walking, you know, when he's crossing the bridge. Yeah. Do well, you, you hear it first, maybe. I didn't know about that. I got to watch that again. Yeah. When they're going into Dead when, when Yeah, when uh, when Coco, he, when he's first walking over that, like, kind of rainbow bridge. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I guess I have to take back my fucking statement about fan theories and Pixar and how much they suck. Well, it doesn't mean that they, it doesn't mean that they aren't far-fetched. Well, know? I mean, because they always have those hidden Easter eggs in all of them, too. So, like, you know, the Toyota truck is, I mean, the, uh, Pizza, the Planet? Pizza Planet truck is in every movie. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, uh, 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 <laughs> even brave. Yeah, Woody. Yeah. Woody was on the grassy knoll. He actually <laughs> shot John F. Kennedy. <laughs> yeah. He's related to George. There's Bush. a snake in my boots. <laughs> and and uh, Buzz actually fixed the moon landing. So that's yeah. A, yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so it all ties together. Yeah. Yeah. 
somewhere with fucking peanuts somehow. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, dude. He Charles Schultz also hated the fucking name, the Peanuts Gang. Oh, he did. Really? Yeah, he did. Yeah, now, he where did fucking, that come from? You know, uh, I think it came from like so. There was the Peanut Gallery and the Howdy Doody Show, and so I think when he got the show syndicated through all, or the the strip syndicated. He wasn't in control of the name. I think he wanted to do something like Charlie Brown and Friends or some shit. Yeah. I think he hated it to the end. Yeah. Like, he never liked yeah. the fucking name. Yeah, the Peanuts is a stupid-ass name. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of like band names, though. Band names are always stupid. Yeah. You so, know, it, yeah, it's like Green Day don't like that name, you know, but it's it, but sometimes those weird names are memorable. Sometimes. You know, like, so, yeah. Like, Mo- but most band names do suck. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Blink-182. Yeah, Beatles. Yeah. Exactly. A stupid name. Yeah, cool. Yeah, I, my favorite band name is Anal Cunt. That's a good one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They're, a they're a Christian rock group. Or, you know, or my, mine is uh, a Dying Fetus. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, Dying Fetus <laughs> is good, too. Metal bands always have decent names. Yeah. Dude, I mean, Metallica might be one. Of, I, I, even though I'm like a huge fanboy, like that might be one of the greatest, most Are original. you a Metallica fanboy? <laughs> yeah, I'm a huge Metallica fanboy. Are boy. you really? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, dude. Huh. I'll bring you a guitar pick. I have some. Oh, dude, yeah. For yeah, sure. from the you Bay didn't know Area, that. Dude. You didn't know that? I'm a huge Metallica fan. No. Yeah, I'm like. Uh, yeah, I, I'm even a, I'm even a, um, a load, I'm a load and reload. Uh, wow, uh, what's it, what's it called? Truther, <laughs> Truther, yeah, uh, Apolo- apologist. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what, what was that one album they came out with? The TikTok, 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 TikTok. Uh, Frantic. That's on Saint Anger. Yeah, yeah Saint Anger. Those the fucking terrible record. Here, I, but right? I love that. I love that song. And oh. you know what? And you know what? Somebody the, re, somebody remixed it mm-hmm. and like and re like re-recorded it, remixed it. Yeah, because of the the trash can drums. And it, yes, and it sounds really good. Why you, did it sound like that? Because, be, well, because that, that was when like some kind of monster was you know that was they were doing that documentary. Yes, and the band was like legit. Like we were they're gonna break up. Right? We were witnessing yeah. the band falling apart. And a lot of the mixing, they they fucking they fired Bob, uh, what's his name, Bob, yeah, Bob Rock. Rock. Mm-hmm. They Bob fired Ross. him like in the. Yeah, I almost <laughs> said Bob Ross. They fired him like in the middle of mixing, so mm. it ended up being like just Lars mixing it. Oh wow, I, dude! I ran into Lars at Disneyland once. Really? Yeah. I dude, was, what? Yeah, this is a great story for the show. Yeah, what did yeah. Lars Ulrich say at uh, Disneyland? That's, no, that's uh, a great. That's a great way to end this, actually. Yeah. 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 So I ran into. Oh, you know what? Before we get into that story, um, the last thing I wanted to touch on was in 2014 when the fucking Kings won the Stanley Cup. Yeah. Dean Lombardi, the the old GM. He and bro- uh, Slayer drummer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he uh, Dean Lombardi. He brought the Stanley Cup to the arena. So that way everybody could take photos with it. And I got a fucking chance to like hug the Stanley Cup. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, on that's the great. arena that I fucking played at for five years. Fuck yeah. It was so cool. Yeah. It was such a fucking great, they, such a great moment. They have this King's blown, blow up uh, Stanley Cup over here at the bar down the street. Did I, it really? I, yeah, and I really want it. Oh, yeah. yeah I, 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 wanted, I wanted to see if I could have it or buy it off of them or something. They're not going to just It's like a blow up one, but it <sighs> says Kings on it. It's when, and I think it's when they won that, that yeah, year. 12 yeah, 2014. Yeah. It was signed by Kopitar's uh, brother. Yeah, Hans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Hans. <laughs> I'm waiting for Rons to come back, dude. Yeah, the yeah. <laughs> no man. But anyway, dude. hold on. Uh, wait, what did you say? You like, oh, to Lars? Yeah. Time. So I was with like all these fucking. Uh, it was I don't know why, but I was with all these like metalheads at Disneyland, and uh, yeah, they were like a friend of somebody, one of my friends, and they were all, like they look, they look like fucking typical metalheads, right? Yeah, yeah. And so I look over and I'm like, oh shit. There's Lars, because you can't fucking, he, it's Lars. Yeah, yeah. And I, I said to these guys, I was like, hey, dude, I was like, it's Lars over there. 
And like they all looked over, they're all, yeah, fuck that guy. And they're like, fuck. I was like, okay. Like, really? Wow. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I don't get that. Like, because I know people who, who are like, yeah, fuck that guy. But then they'd be like, oh, shit. Like, if they saw him, like, yeah, they'd, be, they'd still be fucking be... still fanboy out, you know? I think, yeah. Dude, I, I saw... think they did it because I think it was like one of them said that. And then they were like, yeah, 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 I gotta, yeah all piled on. I gotta be really cool right now. Yeah. Like, fuck that guy. I saw, I also yeah. ran into uh, James in, when he was living in Novato. Yeah, I saw him walking down the street one day, and like I said, I'm not a Metallica fan. Yeah, but I fucking, I freaked out. I was like, "Oh my god, it's James Hetfield!" So I pulled over, and I went like yeah. searching around the streets for James Hetfield and his daughter. Yeah, and so I saw these kids, and I was like, "Hey, did you guys see James Hetfield walking by?" And they're like, <laughs> "Oh no, we didn't." But um, uh, you know, normally he goes over to this place and to this place, so he might be over there. And I was like, "Oh, okay, cool." They're like, "Hey, was he with his daughter?" And I said, yeah, he was with a, he was with a, a young girl. They're all, oh, okay, like, he's usually cool, but if he's with his daughter, don't talk to him. I was like, okay, I definitely yeah. won't talk to him then. That makes sense, though. I don't yeah. Know. You know, you well, uh, I know this is a whole other discussion, but you know how, like, people get so... They, I hate when people go, oh, that guy's a dick. But it's like, but it's like, what were the fuck? What was the context of like how you approach this person? Yeah, though, you know what I mean. There's yeah. certain people that are just dicks in general, I'm, but there's I'm other sure, times there I'm is sure, context. But, you don't even, but there's, I mean, there's, I think there's context in every situation. Well, Ma- imagine if you're just trying to eat at the mall by yourself, like you're just so, all yeah. and then you see someone staring at you, like. So I've I've heard stories about that, yeah. like people, like one of my old coworkers, she went up to this to the bassist, um, what's her name from fucking White Zombie, the girl from White Zombie. Yeah, I don't know. The, the old yeah. bassist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, she went up to her and was like, "Yo, are you the?" B-? She was like eating fucking lunch yeah. in Hollywood, and my coworker said, "Yo, are, you're the bassist of White Zombie," and she's like, "Yeah, yeah, I am." And she's like, "Oh yeah, fuck yeah, cool." And she was totally cool. <laughs> I know somebody else that met John Sally, the the Detroit Piston. Met John Sally while John Sally was having fucking dinner with his family. Yeah. And went up to him Ugh. while he was at fucking dinner. Yeah. And John Sally couldn't have been nicer. I met Bill Lambeer, who was like one of the other Detroit Pistons fucking greats. I met Bill Lambeer when I was 10 years old. I was decked out from head to toe in Pistons gear. Not, I'm not kidding you. I had Pistons Zubas on. Yeah. Ran into him. There was nobody at this fucking place. I literally, I was in the airport. Yeah. Nobody. Yeah. And I walked up to him. I said, Mr. Lambeer, can I have your autograph and shake your hand? He, I give him my hat and a pen. And he looks at me and goes, have I ever told you guys a story? No. no. You guys know who Bill Lambeer is, right? Uh, no. From the Pistons. From I the, mean, obviously from the Pistons. <laughs> he was a part of that, like, He's bad boy rock. era. He's like, a kid it rock was like, fan. There was, like, this era of, like, 80s, like, late 80s, early 90s Pistons. It was yeah. Isaiah Thomas, Joe Dumars, Dennis Rodman. John, oh, right, right. John Sally. The Bad Boys. Yeah, the, ba- the Bad okay. Boys, yeah. yeah and and okay. Bill Lambeer. Bill yeah. Lambeer was the fucking... He was basically the goon of all goons. So I was really excited because I was a big Pistons fan. And walk up to him, Mr. Lambeer, can I have your autograph and shake your hand? And he, he looks at me, he grabs my hat and goes, I don't want to make a big, big scene. Signs my hat and gives it back to me and walks away. And I'm standing there with my... this. I'm a 10-year-old fucking kid. I have this hat. And I, I'm thinking... Oh my god, I just blew this fucking eight foot tall guy's cover. Yeah. Oh fuck. I turn around, there's nobody around. Yeah. I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah. So I, I went home, I fucking dro- I, I got on the plane, went back to fucking San Francisco Bay Area with my Pistons hat signed by fucking Bill Lambier. I went home and I threw away the hat and I fucking got rid of all my Pistons gear. I was really it, done. Oh, because he made yeah. you feel bad for asking for an autograph? Yeah, because he was such a fucking dick. 
And like, it's like one of those feelings like... And you were 10 years old. I was 10. Yeah, that's kind of yeah, fucked that's, up. Yeah, that's weird. It was yeah. fucked up. Yeah. My uncle had an experience with him too, where he was, he sat down next to him at a fucking event. He was literally like... Involved in the event, right? It, yeah. yeah, like it was, because my uncle was like, he worked at some car dealership, so he'd always get all these weird comp tickets and stuff. So he's sitting there next to Bill Lambeer. My uncle didn't give a fuck about him. And Bill Lambeer, my uncle is just, you know, he's fucking ass to ass with him. And my uncle just says, hey, how's it going? And Bill Lambeer's reply was, fine. That was it. <laughs> but Damn. Charles Schultz, to tie it all up, to put a big bow on it, Charles Schultz couldn't have been nicer to me as a little kid. And he did a lot for fucking Santa Rosa hockey. He did a lot for fucking hockey in the state of California. Can't say enough good things about what his impact was on my hometown. And I'm so grateful that I had that arena there. And every time I would go to another fucking hockey rink anywhere playing hockey, I, I never fucking understood why there wasn't any fucking fake trees and like yeah. fucking fake buildings yeah, in there. Yeah, yeah. It was so weird. I'm like, why the fuck do That's why am funny. I playing fucking hockey in a in a in a fucking box? Yeah. It never made any sense to me. So like I got so jaded from that arena. What Such makes cool sense? Because a lot of those, a lot of those, uh, those rinks were like, were were like party events, you know, were yeah. party spots. Dude, like, I would have all my fucking my birthday parties there as a kid. Yeah, I got this great picture on my fridge of me as this ten year old fucking chubby kid. I'm wearing a top dog shirt and I have a fucking bowl <laughs> cut, and I'm holding on to this fucking massive Detroit Red Wings sheet cake that my neighbor made me. Yeah. Oh, it's such a great photo. Nice. I had to recreate that same cake. I called her up and I was like, "Hey, are you still making cakes?" She's like, yeah. I was like, can you recreate the cake that you made me for my 10th birthday? Yeah. And she's like, sure. Dude, hey, for, you know, someday, like, you know, I think this might all come full circle. We're like, say if if, if the tables have turned and you see Bill Lambeer, like, in oh the airport, God. you should be like, hey, bro, I'm too busy right now for an autograph. Mm-hmm. <laughs> walk up to him and just be like, I don't want to make a scene and yeah, walk yeah. away. Yeah, And then you just stab him in the gut. <laughs> 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 and, then, and then you kill him. No, no. no I don't condone of uh, killing Bim, Bill and Beer, but uh, and, then I'll, and then I'll say, say hi to Sparky for me, you fucking piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> say hi to Sparky in hell for me, and Snoopy and Charlie Brown, you fucker. And as he goes down, he's like, "Good grief." <laughs> <laughs> On that uh, note, guys, this has been a beautiful episode of. And then I'll just Land. be eating peanuts like. <laughs> <laughs> Man, so yeah, death, love, hockey, Snoopy. This has been a beautiful episode. Guys, uh, follow Robert Land on uh, you know YouTube. We've got the video versions of the show where you can see all of our pores and everything and, yeah. uh, and Blu-ray uh, HD dog. And uh, thank you guys. Yeah, check us out. Robert Land, uh, au revoir. Oh, you're not going to do a fucking social media shout-out for everybody? or no? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Guys, go to, <laughs> if you want to follow Roscoe. You can find me at the Warm Puppy Cafe at the fucking Santa Rosa fucking Snoopy's Home Ice, and I'll be eating <laughs> fucking Warm Puppy burgers and drinking hot chocolate. That's what it's well, called, the Warm Puppy Cafe? <laughs> yeah, they have a Warm That's Puppy adorable. Cafe. That's yeah, adorable. I love that. Yeah, yeah. You, can, you can find uh, Roscoe uh, eating puppy dogs there. and uh, uh, YouTube. Yeah, Rootube. Roscoe. On Rootube. Yeah, Rootube. On Roscoe Soul Train on uh, all those things. Yeah, right? dude. Yeah, dude. Roscoe Soul Train. Check him out. And then we got uh, Ryan D on from the. Hitting the mics. Hit the mics podcast. Hit the mix. The first uh, anti anti Irish. <laughs> That's a, that was my riff. I'm like, is this the first anti Irish podcast? Yeah. You know, like. It's um, Doug's fault. That's what. It, that's why. <laughs> but guys. Uh. <laughs> Yeah, uh, guys, be safe. We love you. 
And uh, we even love Bill and Beer. You know, we could forgive and forget, but uh, we will shit on his grave. Yeah, Thank fuck you. Fuck piece of shit. <laughs> yo, yo, what's up, bitches? This is Chet Hanks. No, it's not. Just kidding. It's Robert Thompson. Uh, guys, thanks for watching or listening to Robert Land. You know, a while back, I thought it was fun to uh, hit certain people up and ask what their theme park memories were. Uh, and, you know, I reached out to one of my favorite comedians, Todd Glass, through Cameo. And uh, he, like, gave me, like, a seven-minute video, which was amazing. He did a bunch of different intros for the show, which was awesome. And I put one at the beginning of the show. But the message, I don't know if I played it in its entirety on the, the, the show before, but I just thought I would play it now because he's a beautiful man and uh, a great soul and a hilarious comic. Uh, so I thought I would play uh, this to kind of end end the show, uh, a fun video from uh todd glass to us at robert land um so guys enjoy or revoir robert you're like where's todd wait what happened to todd what happened to him what happened to todd uh, how you doing you good you're good well let's do first things first you wish me you asked me to wish you a happy August. I'll do more than that. Of course I'll do more than that. Jennifer, whenever you're ready on the piano, please. Robert, happy August to Robert. Happy August to Robert. Happy August, happy August. Happy August to you. Now, whenever you get depressed, you can play this. Happy August to Robert. Happy August to Robert. Happy August, happy August. Happy August to you. Wrap it up.
and uh, we went. I didn't want to go on any rides because uh, they made me nauseous. And I, you know, told his dad, I said, I don't really want to go on any rides. So since he was paying for everybody's rides, he just gave me, he goes, well, here's, I think he gave me like 20 bucks or 15 or whatever it was. And I was just buying food. And then nobody else wanted to go on rides. They're like, well, we all want to get money and go on rides. And then the mom goes, because they had already bought some tickets to the rides, I guess. But then we found out we could use those tickets to also buy food, because you had to go take the money and buy. Does this make any sense? So nobody wanted to go on any rides. So all we did, everyone was happy uh, to go around and just eat. And the dad uh, told me for years that I ruined the whole trip, affectionately. He goes, oh, Todd Glass, look at him. The guy that ruined our trip to Great Adventure. And that's my, um, that's my theme park story. I can give you a little, uh, I'll tell you what I'll do. I'll give you a little uh, intro for your show. By the way, there is a pandemic. I'm bored out of my mind. Can you tell I'm not in a hurry? Uh, you're listening to, I'll give you one of those you're listening to, but it's not your dopey comedy theme park. It's just, it's, uh, the show is called, what's it called? Uh, Robert's uh, Rock Theme Park Memories. Hold on, just stay with me. Yeah, I wish you a happy August. And then it says, uh, I, and uh, for my dopey comedy theme podcast. You're listening to Robert's dopey theme park comedy podcast. Robertland. You're listening to Robertland. You're listening to Robertland. Make sure you're tall enough to come on the ride. And you are ready to listen to Robert Land. Pretty good, right? Well, guess what? It's that time that we have to say goodbye. What about your feedback? Oh, it's me. It's Mike. A lot of stuff going on here. All right, well, listen. I hope you're doing well. And I hope I gave you something. Did I give you something? Something worth using? What else do I have here? Do I have any bells and whistles I could use? I thought I did. Well, maybe I don't. Um, you know what I'll do? I'll end by singing happy birthday to you. Well, and notice it's probably somewhat like the first theme. So, here we go. Jennifer, because your birthday's going to come up. Maybe if this wasn't, maybe if I fucked up the whole Robert Land thing. I want to know the difference between a theme park and an amusement park. I mean, I could guess, but I'm not positively right. But here we go. Jennifer, whenever you're ready. Oh. to Robert. It's your birthday, and you have this. Birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Robert. That's it. Goodbye.
Sick and so sweet.